Have you ever thought you were being watched by something impossible to see? Maybe you've been the one watching and witnessing things you shouldn't be. You may even be actively avoiding the paranormal and spooky, yet it still finds you. Join me as I regale my guests with unimaginable horrors of unknowable evil. You're right on time for The Goblin Hour. Hello. Hello. Adoring fans everywhere, um, welcome to The Goblin Hour. I'm your host, as always. It's me, Ben. And um, today, we're doing things a little bit differently. But before we get into that, I'll, I'll introduce uh, the, the guest for today, uh, Chase. We just do first names unless they request otherwise. So it's just Chase. Uh, welcome to the show. Ah, thank you for having me. Hi, I'm Chase. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, the, that was the audience. They were big fans of you. Thank you, audience. That means a lot. But, um, yeah, so, um, you know, the way I normally start... How did we meet? What happened? How'd that go? Why, why do we interact? Why are we here together okay. today? Let's think back here. I think the first time we met was in uh, lights, Film Lights in Motion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The class last semester. Wind. Yeah, last semester. We Shout out that. to uh, George Lynn Franklin. Yes. Classic professor. Yes, king right there. Iconic guy. He knows what he's teaching for sure. Incredibly powerful. Every morning, I look forward to going to that class. I'd never missed it. Mm-hmm. I, I think I missed it a couple times, maybe. Oh. Not often, though. I was scared. Yeah. It was a compelling classroom to be in. But yeah, we met in that class. And it was crazy. It was definitely a movie. Um, I agree. Every day, wild. But like I said, we're doing things a little bit differently today. Oh, yeah. What's your experience with the supernatural? You know, have you ever fought many characters? Is it something you believe in? Have you killed any of them? I personally haven't had any encounters with another supernatural creature, mm-hmm. but something tells me I may be a supernatural creature myself coming up pretty soon. OMG, what could that possibly mean? Who knows? Who knows? It's just something deep down inside of me that I feel. like I'm, I'm sure you can relate to this on some level. I can, of course. Being the goblin man myself, I know all about that. But um, yeah, so we're doing things a little differently. As I said, um, because of just timing and how it worked out, we actually have two diff. We each have several files, which um, maybe each will get their own in-depth episode at some point. I don't know how long this is going to be. Maybe this will be broken up into two episodes, and you know the fans get to clap. But Love it. basically, I am going to read to you about a scary creature that I found, uh, a goblin of sorts. Okay. And then you did your own. I did. And I so did I don't know research. if it's going to be in that order, but. Um, I think we say what they are first. Do we each get one guess? All right, all right. Okay, do you want to guess first or am I guessing first? You can guess first. So um, here's the light. If I'm right, first I'll guess and then I'll say my disclaimer. Okay. Is it the Wendigo? No, so it's not the Wendigo, actually. Slash Skinwalker? It is the Skinwalker. Okay, they're, I've they're not different u- things. They're different things, actually. I've heard it used interchangeably, so, okay. Mm-hmm. But um, we talked about before how... Uh, on one of the first episodes, how I didn't want to go into that too much because it's somebody's, it's it's very much a part of, like, people's culture. It's not like, you know, Bigfoot or the Jersey Devil. There's a spiritual side to it that people respect and they want to be very cautious and courteous of. It's Yes. And so I don't want to do anything that would be offensive. So the disclaimer for that will be, I'm sorry, Ethan, that I told you I would not do it over that. I was lying to you, apparently. And, um... Any jokes we make are not at the expense of the culture or of the creature or not respecting it. It's just a fun little time. No, yeah, totally. Don't take you seriously. But you said you had um, 
a good disclaimer that you've heard before. So yeah, totally agreeing with you on that. Um, I was actually taught about this um, through my intro to Native American studies class. So I was taught from a native himself. Um, and so the culture that this is actually from, it's from a tribe in particular. Um, he is not a part of that tribe. And I know that in the tribe, you're not supposed to talk about it to other tribal members. But from my understanding of what he taught us, as long as you're respecting their culture and you're not approaching other people within that tribe, trying to get them to talk to you about this subject to them, then it's it's fair game, fair game. But we will be respectful. Okay, yeah. And also on that note, um, I don't know if you, what you have are like case files, like stories, or if it's just answers. But if I ever go, nice story, who would believe that? I was joking, just having a fun time. Please do not be offended if you are. I'm sorry. But, you know, it's a fun little time. We go, haha, what if I fought it and beat it in a fight? Perfect. I yeah. like that. I like that. Let's. Let's jump into these scary stories. I get to guess what you've got too, right? Yeah. Oh. You, well, you got you nailed this pretty much on the head. You said you mm -hmm. said okay. Um. The Mothman. No, it's not Mothman. Ah. Oh. It's something called the Mongolian death worm. The Mongolian death worm. Yeah, which is apparently this fucking. I shouldn't have said the f word there. Whoops. We'll believe it. How, how do you feel about that audience? Ah, they liked it. Those sons of guns. Oh. All right, guys. Get your head out of the gutter. Come on, guys. That's... Oh. Calm it down. <laughs> All right. Jumping around there out of their seats. They're having fun. They're, They're having, having fun. too much fun. But, yeah, the Mongolian death worm. It's this big creature, big scary worm that slithers around the desert in Mongolia because apparently, the, like, aerial photos show, like, these tracks in the desert that are, like, snake tracks. Like, it's clear slither marks. Like, you can identify those pretty easily because of how snakes are. Okay. And there's, like, evidence of that underneath the sand. And a lot of the time, I guess, certain animals might go missing or something. And people uh. have... There's a lot of history that talks about it. But, yeah, crazy. So are they saying these Mongolian worms or snakes, you said? They're worms, but the snake tracks are... They're massive. Okay, so these big cylindrical things yeah are they going above the sand or under the sand i didn't like i think it's under that. slash above like okay. it's probably both but we don't have any evidence they're of them. finding tracks of them though yeah. through the sand if this thing is real it's really scary here's this picture on the front if you want to look at that and describe it to the audience i'd love to i'd love to. oh wow okay so audience i know you can't see this this is it looks like what, what's that thing from Star Wars? I, it's Sarlacc pit, maybe. It's got a Sarlacc pit mouth. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, and then a big worm body. Yes. The body's definitely got a lot of different ridges in it, and it's laying on top of a big sand dune. Somebody was also saying, like, one of these, they talk about how it eats camels or something, which is crazy. If it's able to kill a camel, I was gonna say, those how guys are big. How big is a camel? Camel, I would not be shocked if it was, like, 12 feet tall. Yeah. Because they have super huge. long legs, and they have big humps. And don't they store water in them, too? I've heard that rumor for sure. I've <laughs> I, heard I the think rumors. camels store water in them. I, th I know they're good at water. I don't know if the water's stored in the hump or not. Probably. Or else what's it for? I, water storage. Yeah, it's that's the only thing. Gotta be. Anyway, um, what do you think? Do you think we start on death worm or we end on death worm? Um, it's up to you. Would you like me to introduce my subject? I kinda, I, you kind of introduced yours. Yeah, go ahead. You, you know what? That's a good idea. Um, you'll introduce yours, and then let's let's go ahead and start with yours. That way, it's like I can be enthralled. Okay. And then we can end on the more like jokey one, so people are like, 
All right. Maybe it's better to end on this. I don't know. Whatever. We'll just just do your intro. We'll do this. We'll okay. Figure this out. So, um, the the creature that I chose to bring into the podcast today was the Navajo skinwalkers. Um, so, in Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, process, or disguise themselves as an animal. Um, basically, from my research today, what I've found is that these skinwalkers are people among themselves. And during, like, the daytime, they're people. Um, but at nighttime, they have these powers to transform themselves into animals. And um, here, let me flip through my, my research here so I can cite some sources and get the correct information here. So you're saying that these are people who are among us? Um, not necessarily among us, but in Navajo culture, they, they'd be among the general public of people. Okay. Um, I think um, when I said among us, what I'll do, I'm going to go in and like do the dun, dun. among us sound. <laughs> yes. I think I like that'll it. be good. I, yes. Yeah. 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 While well, you're figuring that out. Let's see. All righty. Okay. So let's jump into this. What, uh, what's this thing you're getting into? Does this story have a title? So this is actually from a wiki page online, okay, which yeah, is, yeah. it was a bunch, I don't remember exactly the website that I got it from, but it was, it's a website where a bunch of different people like put into their thoughts on these like mythical creatures. The logo for the website is like Bigfoot. Um, oh, nice. So um, these skinwalkers are these people, these magic men that are bad magic men. Uh <laughs> And <laughs> magic men in general in these cultures, they, they have the ability to heal through um, different medicines that they learn, different um, things. But they, these bad medicine men, um, they don't heal. Um, and when I say medicine men, I mean just like that as a general term. Yes, it, it can be man or woman. It, oh, okay. It's, it's just, it's, I it's not, it's more often men from these uh, stories, but... It, it can be either. Okay, um, I gotcha. So. Brace yourselves, audience. This one's about to get let's scary. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Um, skinwalkers are most frequently seen as coyotes, wolves, foxes, eagles, owls, or crows. So if you've ever seen one of those. Probably a ghoul. It may be. Probably yeah. a skinwalker. That's like um, when I was telling you I used to ride along Highway 9 home. It's one of the things I was afraid of running out of the woods and killing me. Dude, no kidding. Cause so it's saying from what I've seen here, it's saying that whenever these skinwalkers are in their animal form, that the eyes of them resemble those of a human. That I've heard that before. That's the scariest, most real <laughs> imagery ever. The idea of looking at a little crow and having to have a man eye mm -hmm. makes me want to throw up. And it, it, what's even crazier is whenever they go, they transform back into their human form. They have the eyes of an animal. That I think would s so like it, what what I've seen through this. I they think said their, their pupils were very a lot bigger and blacked out or darker than okay. the other normal normal eyes okay. that you see. Um, let me see here. So to get these abilities that they have to shape shift, they it's they have to go through a lot of bad things, bad rituals to get the, these supernatural powers that they obtain. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the ways that you can obtain these powers are um, 
it said one of the uh, one of the initiations to becoming a skinwalker um, is believed to be killing a relative. Okay. Or check. Any, I got that. Any one of like close blood relatives. Yeah, I've done that. So I'm step one's done. Okay. Um, the second one could be incest. <laughs> don't, don't look at me like, have you done that one? Have you done that? Is that, is that off the uh, list? That, that, that I that hope one, not. That one is not a... Uh, oh, is good. Third one I'm not going to even mention. Really? Bad things. Bad things. Terrible What's things. What's the third one? That's crazy. You got to mention. You can't say that and then be like, that's crazy. Dude, I... I let me see if I can... Well, I will come back to this. What does it say? You said kill relative and incest. Then you're like, number three, too bad. It's a, Number three is kind of edgy. Number three is... Um, you, you can cut this out if you want to, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, okay. Number three is necrophilia. Oh, okay. That's okay. You're, you're okay with that? <laughs> over <laughs> over the other two? I think it, it's it's not too... I thought it was going to be something crazy. Oh, like, no, no, no. Like, I mean, I, I consider that pretty crazy. It, I mean, it is crazy. I would not do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that or nothing. I don't but. think I have any... any um, wanting to be a skinwalker. You can... Here's a picture of what they look like um, whenever they're in human form and whenever they're in their skinwalker form. And so um, most often they'll wear these cloaks. I get to describe it is what you're telling me. Yeah, you can describe that to the audience. Yeah, just for the record, um, I would not do any of those three things. Get that on the record real quick. Thank you for putting that Uh, on the record. Necrophilia is not not scary or anything. It's just... um, the buildup made me think it was going to be some <laughs> like the most insane thing ever. Hey, you got to have a buildup. Like I thought, I thought it was going to be crazy. And the fact that it was just like, cause the thing is you've already killed someone at that point. Like that's gross, but it's like, as far as like something insane that would make me be like, Oh my yeah. God, I'm going to puke. It's like, if I found out someone was doing it that I knew, I'd be like, what the, f- that's yeah. crazy. But if I like heard about it in the news, I'd be like, Ugh, and then I Move on. Move on. With Maybe it's because I'm desensitized. That's the good thing about Gen Z is we're desensitized. We're a bunch everything. of savages. Unlimited internet access has done its numbers. <laughs> we gone crazy, but yeah, this image, very cool. Is this just some? I guess somebody's art within the context of like the tribe or something. So that was, um, from what my understanding, that was like a very famous interpretation of okay. Um, a skinwalker on almost every single article I researched that image interpretation was in there. Well, it looks like um, you have a man on the left side who's sort of like his proportions are weird. It looks like his waist is really high. So his legs are long and he's got a smaller torso. Mm-hmm. I think his arms are maybe a little bit longer than normal. And he either has very long hair or it's like a cloak of some sort. Mm-hmm. And he's got like a, like some sort of animal skull on his head. It yeah. looks very creepy. His, his face, you can't really make out too well. Then when he's in like his his monster form, I'll just say, he's got like long legs, weird arms, like a coyote head. It looks crazy. It does not look like any sort of normal animal. Yeah, it no. looks like a beast of pure evil. It 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 could be for real. I'm glad I'm glad you brought up that he looks like a normal man, but he's he's hairier because that's one of the things that I was saying that these skinwalkers, whenever they're in human form, they'll wear a lot of animal hides on them, especially. Um, like coyote hide or anything because they want to hide the excess amount of hair that they have. They're naturally more hairy because they're going in and out of these animal forms, mm-hmm. um, at least from my research. Uh, the, world, the word skinwalker actually translates um, to with it, he goes on all fours. 
with it, he goes on all fours. Yes. Is that like the, I guess, Navajo word for skinwalker? Yeah, the Navajo word for skinwalker. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce it. Okay, let me, let me attempt to pronounce it. Okay, it's going to be the word um, right here in the second paragraph in parentheses at the top. All right, well, guys, if you would like to crucify me for this, I say go for it because this is about to be butchered. Th- this witch is called Yinaldolushi by the Navajo. You heard it here. Which translates to, with it, he goes on all fours. How about that? It's crazy. So, yeah. Yinaldolushi. So, it's Y-E-E, easy. N-A-A-L-D-L-O-O-S-H-I-I. So, that's Noodolushi. Man, it, it's crazy. Their alphabet, I've uh, heard before, Lushi. they have like a really specific alphabet. They didn't for a while, mm-hmm. but um, it's very clear that that was not a word that was ever meant to be said in English. Yeah. No, it's really interesting. So the professor that taught me um, about this, actually, he's one of the last Cherokee speakers. Um, like first language. A little bit. First, first language, language? Cherokee. He's, That's crazy. So he said he can count every first language Cherokee speaker in the United States on his hands, and he's one of them. And that's sick. It's it's crazy because it's kind of scary, though, because he was telling us that, you know, with with him dying, the culture kind of dies as well. You need to. Yeah, that's he's sucks. working on teaching his like ne- his nieces and nephews the language because he wants to make sure it gets passed. That on. is bad that it's that scarce and it's that close to extinction. But it's really cool that he's here and you have that. It's a guy. great experience to get to be taught by him, especially. He mm-hmm. Sometimes he'll break down the lectures in Cherokee, and, like, as clueless as I am sitting there... It's cool. It's very fun to watch him. Yeah. It's very fun. Shout out to that guy. Shout out Dr. Still. So, um, here we go. Let's see. Skinwalkers will sometimes wear animal skulls or antlers on top of their head, which is thought to bring them more power. They choose what animal they want to turn into depending on the abilities needed for a particular class, task, such as speed, strength, endurance, uh, endurance strength, again, <laughs> stealth, claws, teeth, etc. So that's every power that's given You have strength, speed, endurance, strength, teeth. Those are some great ones. You got, you got a lot of possibilities here. Um, they may transform again if trying to escape from pursuers. Mm. So... Um, let me see. I, I did find a story in here from a woman who was driving in a car, she said, mm-hmm. and she said they were going 40 to 45 miles an hour. And there was an animal like deer head, she said, but a slimmer lower body. Let me see if I can find it. I was so terrified of skinwalkers when I was little. Like, we definitely referred to it mainly as the Wendigo, which is what I know it as for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think you're right that they're different because I always thought they were different. I think it's, like, the same concept, different cultures. Yeah, From okay. my understanding. Okay, I've heard people lump them together, but we went, my, my group of friends went through a phase where it terrified us, and I had two separate nightmares about it. One this was crazy. It, like, took off its it, its hooves at one point. It had human hands, and it went like that. No way. And then I had this immediate realization. I, in the dream, I was like, that means I'm going to die. It means I'm going to die in, like, three <laughs> days. And then I woke up, and I was horrified, and I couldn't go back to sleep. But you didn't die in three days. No, I was good. Okay, okay. In the dream, I was like, that means I'm going to die. This yeah. is crazy. No, that is that is scary. So, like, was it what, how big was this thing whenever it stood up in your dream? It was really bulky. It did not look like a Wendigo, aside from the fact that it had, like, a deer skull. Mm-hmm. It had, like, a deer body, stood up, was very ripped, 
Interesting. Like it was like a ripped deer, if that Interesting. makes sense. Yeah, no, that it took off its hooves and like did some hand wave at me, and I was horrified. Did finger guns for the audience. Yeah, that's what that is. That that would scar me. Yes, I think I think that would probably do me in. That's why of all these creatures so far, I mean, I've killed the Jersey Devil before. I've killed a couple ghosts in my time. I've killed a few squatches. Have not gotten around to this guy yet, and I think it's because of that deep primordial fear that's still a part of my being. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good addition to that. How are you doing on your... Um... I'm reading. I'm reading. I think so. Are you up for another story? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So this one comes from the same wiki article. Um, actually, no. Wrong. Wrong. Different article. I got this from legendsofamerica.com. Nice. Um, they obviously know all the <laughs> legends in America. I love these websites that are just like... Here it is, cryptid.gov, or, like, top, top 30 scariest moments in everything. I think a lot of these websites are, like, mom-and-pop websites. They're made by, like, gotta be. one person. Yeah. I love it. So, in the, eight, in the 1980s, one of the most notable events occurred when a family was driving through the Navajo Reservation. As they slowed to make a sharp, cur- sharp curve, something jumped from a ditch, and it was described as black, hairy, and wore a shirt and pants. A few days after this event... At their home in Flagstaff, Arizona, the family was awakened to sounds of loud drumming and chanting. Outside their home, there were three dark forms of men outside their fence. However, the shadowy creatures were seemingly unable to climb the fence and soon left. Whoa. So that's another thing I've kind of found through these stories and through my research that they can transform not only into these different animals, but also in to familiar versions of maybe relatives that, that you know. Yeah. And they can also, like, cry and call out using the voices of relatives that you know, and especially deceased relatives. That's what they use a lot from what I've heard. That's the thing about this one, is it's so, like, still modern. And, like, I feel like there's something a little bit more, like, um, guttural feeling about the fear that people fear from that feel oh, yeah. from that rather than something like like the jersey devil that is such an old legend i don't think there's been there's been a sighting that is like real like reliable in the past like 40 years mm-hmm. and bigfoot is like all the case files are like i heard a scary noise or somebody's like yeah i saw it it was crazy but these feel so much different because it's like the way it's told in like the the history and the culture behind it, like Bigfoot is like a stupid big hairy guy, like yeah. that's pretty much it. No, it's like a I, big monkey, but this is like something spooky. I totally agree. And if I'm being totally honest right now, I 100% believe in skinwalkers. Yeah, I think they are real. Um, just from the stories I've heard, um, kind of bouncing back onto the stories from my Native American studies teacher. I have a TA in that class who is actually Navajo. And Mm -hmm. she grew up on the reservation in Arizona. And um, she has some stories. She had some stories to tell us about sightings that personally she's had. She was telling us um, one night, from what I can remember of her story. I don't want to, like, say anything that she didn't say. But disclaimer. From what I remember. If anything is wrong, he is lying. Soon to be Dr. Gray. Yeah. Told me this story, but this is a story told of my words. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she was telling us about how whenever she lived on the reservation, it was soon after one of her friends got their driver's license. Okay, they, like good just turned time. sixteen. Exactly, just turned sixteen. And gonna go to the driving theater. Exactly, you're okay. always in your car finding stuff to do. So go get some Dairy Queen. She, shout out Dairy Queen. Yeah, shout out Dairy Queen. Can we get that as a sponsor <laughs> on here? Yeah. What do you think, audience? Do we get Dairy Queen? 
Yeah, yeah. Bring in the blizzards. We would love that. Yeah. Shout out to Dairy Queen. They got the new Caramel Blast Blizzard. Limited soon, time. Soon to have a collab with Globenauer. Mm-hmm. You, you heard it here. But go ahead, Doc, Dr. Gray. Soon to be Dr. Gray was telling us about how she was uh, in her reservation driving around with her friends late at night um, after they after her friend just got his driver's license. And he was goofing around, driving all crazy down these dirt roads. Just having you know, fun. Being as a little, kids do. Little 16-year-old guy. He's just, yeah. He's just goofy and silly. So they come up on this back road that's kind of tucked near the back of the reservation. From Already scary. Me. Back road. Very at dark. Night. Very dark. And it's at night. And she said that her grandmother, in particular, has told her multiple times to go nowhere near this road, especially at night, because of, of the things that live on the road and on the sides of the road. And then you're 16, and you're like, I'm going to be epic. Yeah. This is going to be lit. This is going to be fun. I'm I bet there's nothing there. I'm invincible. But it's scary. So they start driving down this road, right? And they, she said that they were going down, and they saw a shadowy figure start to appear like in the headlights in front of them. No matter what, that is, if that's an animal, scary. If that's, that's a guy, even scarier. That's what I'm saying. So she said it wasn't like on fours like an animal, but it was more a standing up, just like a square rectangular standing up figure Mm -hmm. and they started to back up and she said that there was something in the bushes on the road next to him or something Mm -hmm. and they floored it they they floored it in drive and whatever was in the middle of the road kept maintaining the shadowy figure until they drove past it and it just stepped to the side of their car yeah that is a whole that would be shitting bricks that would horrify me yeah i think i would be too that's the thing i think ghosts are very stupid like as a thing like i hate to say it i agree uh ghosts are something i just don't believe in like i'm sure if i was in a scenario where somebody's like this house is haunted and i heard a scary noise i'd be like was it the ghost and i'd get scared we're haunted but um it would horrify me but at the same time but something like skinwalkers rather i for whatever, because it's supposed to be something tangible, mm-hmm. like ghost sightings are often like I looked at the picture and then I saw this, or there I was an orb. Yeah, there was an orb in the picture, or I heard a voice, and it's always like, okay, sure, yeah, like it can be explained away by a million different things, and like, yeah, you could be like, oh, it was just a weird animal, which sure maybe, but like that's the whole thing about them is they're like freak animal things, human hybrids, and it's like. It's so scary. It's a tangible thing. As much as I don't really believe in anything supernatural, it's probably the thing I'm closest to believing in. That's on the cryptid supernatural side. I would have to agree with you. It's definitely one of their main thing is whenever you're out at night. One of the Navajo uh, things that they tell you is never to whistle whenever you don't know what you're calling. And so like, that gave me literal goosebumps. This one is actually why do we have an actual scary one? Half the time it's like. What if uh, an alien came down and abducted you? And this one's scary. Speaking of aliens, I have something to even backpack off of that. Oh, my goodness. So in the 1990s, a ranch in northeast Utah, far away from the Navajo reservation, became the partial focus of skinwalkers. Called the Sherman Ranch, or Skinwalker Ranch, and the UFO Ranch. (laughs) <laughs> this place has a history of UFOs, aliens, cattle mutilations, and crop circles. Located near the uh, Ute Indian Reserve, these people 
have long thought that the Navajo put a curse on their tribe in retribution for many perceived transgressions since then. The skinwalkers have been plagued to the Ute people. So apparently the, these, the Ute reservation has a lot of skinwalkers on it as well. Bruh, that but is scary. The Skinwalker Ranch. I, I think there was a Netflix series actually on this. Really? Is it called Skinwalker Ranch? I think so. I, I, I seem to remember out. something about that. Because, um, like I said, I mean, it's such a cool, like, I, the fact that it's so historic, like, I'm sure that dates back. Like, Native American culture, there's not really much of it where they're like, oh, this myth is 40 years old or mm-hmm. anything. It's pretty much all, like, dating back to so. There's something about, like, a myth stemming from ancient times that, to me, gives it a little more credibility especially if it's something rooted in, like, the tangible. Like, when people are like, this is our ancient religion from 6,000 B.C. about, you know, the man in the sky who's got a plan. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can believe that for sure, but for me, it's not believable at all mm. because it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. But as soon as you're like, this was real, this happened, and people are still seeing it and it's still being passed down, like, as much as I say I don't believe in it, I will never like when I'm outside. I actively avoid saying the the phrase. Oh. I I'm not about to risk it. I'm yeah. not gonna say skinwalker if I'm walking alone at night. I agree. I agree. It's it's sketchy out there. I'm gonna be like, hey, you know that um, Native American myth? Yes. And then leave it at that. Yes. It's it's one of those things where it's it could be very real. Yeah. And personally, I do believe. I I think there is some realism aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of to wrap up um, everything, and then you can take it away with your story. Okay. Um, I was gonna say if you want to go over like our our like timeline or whatever, you can, and we can just make these two episodes. Okay. I mean, whatever you'd like, yeah. whatever you'd like. I I don't know how much more information I have. I do want. You feel good on what you have, like <sighs> like have I, you gone I, over the main points you wanted to? I think I did. I think I did. Did Did you learn? A lot. I mean, yeah, it's just a good good time. It doesn't. There, like, there. Skinwalkers have been shown in a lot of popular media yeah. recently. That's mm. that's the one thing I did find. They're in. blowing up. It's in video games. It's in movies. It's there was a skinwalker in Mortal Kombat. Really? What I found. Yeah. Was it um, an enemy or was it a playable character? In Mortal Kombat Nine, the character Nightwolf has an alternate com um, costume that resembles um, a. Sk- Geiker with a wolf's pelt on his head. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm assuming a, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so finally, I'm just going to kind of wrap everything up. I okay. feel like I've gotten a good good gist of information okay, to kind of yeah. get you a little spooked. Yeah, for um, sure. But to kind of spook you even more, um, they're almost impossible to kill. Ugh. So they're, there's... Two ways I found that you can kill a skinwalker. So I do have a chance, is what you're saying. If I'm ever alone at night, do well, one of these strategies. No, you don't. You have you'd have one way to survive, and you'd have to find them in like their human form. Okay. Um, and the way to do that is apparently, a- according to this website, if you find a skinwalker like coming back to the village in his human form, you can pro- proclaim his name out loud, and within three days he'll be dead. For the crimes he's done. What would his name be? Like his first and last name, I guess. Oh, so it is like a human that's mutated, essentially. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Okay. Um, and then the other way is with a bullet that is dipped in white ash, and you have to hit him in the neck or the head. What does that do? What's the white ash? 
I'm Does not it sure. It okay. said it said that white ash is the only type of bullet that will, or it can be a blade, but it's the white ash that kills it. White ash and then kill it with normal killing methodology. Neckerhead. Yeah. Neckerhead. Nowhere else will work. Um, which is very scary because they're so fast too. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're fast enough to dodge bullets. That's crazy. They're probably not even. They're probably predicting it. Then, That's a, like there was, it said somewhere in here that even shooting it is very hard, to impossible, horrifying. Truly, like the the fact that like Bigfoot, I probably lose to be if I'm being honest. I definitely destroy the Jersey Devil. Dude has nothing on me. Mm-hmm. Um, ghosts. It's a ghost. What is it? Exactly. Oh, it knocked over my water bottle. Good work. I think I think this is the first one where I think this is killing me. Easy. Yeah. I don't have any shot at this. If, if it's like Batman rules and I get prep time, maybe. Maybe. If then we can, I can find the white get, ash. I can get the white ash. I can get the sword. I can get whatever I need. But if I'm just alone, it's like, all right, I lose. It's. I'm losing nine out of ten times. Well, whenever it's they can run as fast as your car, you can't even outrun this thing. You know, you're you're instantly the prey whenever you come into contact with these things. Back when it was listing their powers, it listed strength twice, so it probably can stop a car. Can Double probably rip strength. off the door. Double strength. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? I think what would be like the scariest version of a skinwalker? Yeah. What what animal would you not want to run into as a skinwalker? I feel like the the deer is like scary to me, but just because like. That rooted in childhood fear. Mm -hmm. I think definitely, like, something that is, like, um, coyote wolf-like would horrify me. Yeah. And, like, the number one thing I think of is, like, if it wasn't fully covered in hair. Like, if it had part of its body exposed. Mm -hmm. Like, and I could see that there was human to it. And it being pale would horrify me. I didn't even think about, like, the color of its skin being scary. Like, if its skin is... Dark. I think it would be less. I don't know why that would make me less scared. Animal like, hides have tan to them, so yeah. The idea of it being white or like near white or like just dark, like Caucasian flesh tone, creep me out. I would be shaking. Give me the shivers. Like when I, I've talked. I think I've, I'm not sure if I've talked about this before, but when I have fight or flight, my instinct is like fight. I'm not a fighter person, but mm-hmm. I'm like I'm not gonna be able to run away. I gotta do my like cover my head or whatever. Yeah, and so. The idea of that, like, I'm fight or flight. My fight activates, but I can feel, like, tears welling up in my eyes, and I, like, start shaking. And I'm okay. like, oh, I'm ready for this, but I'm going to die. But, um. Hey, respect for sticking your ground. I would, I would have know. to try. I can I can respect you for trying to fight these guys. I'd definitely run away and get caught just like that. If I've got a car, me. I'm going to not, I'm going to try and get away. I was going to say, at least you have a shot in a car. Mm-hmm. Seems like. All right. Well. I think that just about wraps up everything that I brought today. Um, okay. Yeah, I I thought that, you know, I personally looking back on all this research and stories I've heard personally from other people, I, I have no doubt that skinwalkers do exist in the real world. That's a horrifying thought. It is, and it's one that will probably haunt me forever, but, <laughs> um, you know, don't whistle at night. Don't... <laughs> Yeah, don't no. call anything you're not. That's the good thing. To call. Listen to this. I'm gonna whistle right now. I can't whistle. That's scary. Don't do that. Don't do it at night. It's five o'clock and we're inside. But that's scary. We're protected within the walls of Gaylord. Yeah, that shout out Gaylord. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's uh. So yeah, uh, 
Chase, thanks for coming on. Thanks for telling me about that scary story. It was actually really scary. It wasn't like this stupid worm that I'm going to talk about either next episode or during this episode. I don't know how it's going to be yet. But um, yeah, of course, thank you for having me. It means a lot that I was able to come on the show. I'm <laughs> glad I got to share some on, spooky stories and share some Native culture as well. Yeah. Shout out to Native Americans. Um, yes. <laughs> it's yes. All Shout out there. to Dr. Still. I'm really enjoying your class this semester. 10 out of 10 would recommend taking Dr. Still's Intro to Native American class. It's really good. All right, cool. That's a good note to end on then. Um, yeah, this has been Goblin Hour. Heck yeah. Have a good one. Hour out. Goodbye.